One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. Hello, Sean. Hello, listeners. I'm glad to be here. I'm just I'm just an excited boy. I can't wait to learn about a hero or a zero. Really? Because you don't sound that excited, Connor. <laughs> Did that sound sarcastic? Uh, uh, most yeah. things you say to me do sound sarcastic. <laughs> That's because they are! <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Remember when I said, have a good day? I didn't mean it, Sean. I've been planning this for months. He meant have a great day. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. So this is Hero or Zero, where we cover one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. I normally do DC. Sean, you normally do Marvel. Last week I did Doctor Midnight, who was an old classic character from DC, but... I think one of it's one of the good ones. So, Sean, I'm excited to see what you pull out this week. Because is it going to be better than a man who is blind and also has a pet owl that he carries around named Hootie? I'm interested. There's very little owls in this story. Uh, that, I'm out. <laughs> that, that's me out. <laughs> no, in, the, in a similar vein uh, to Dr. Midnight, I went with kind of one of the old guard of Marvel characters. Yeah, because we were talking last week about how Marvel has very few... Well, not very few old guards. There's obviously Captain America's been around for years and years. But it's not really heavily implied in Marvel, like, oh, these are legends. Yeah, Marvel has this weird sliding timescale where people age, but they don't really age. Yeah. It's it's weird. But what I did, uh, this character debuted in Amazing Spider-Man number 12. And he's a villain that we actually talked about on Movie Mondays this week. Oh, is it Mr. Electro? It is Electro himself. Played by Jamie Foxx in everyone's favourite Spider-Man movie, The Amazing Spider-Man. But more importantly, is going to be coming back as Electro for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. As actual Electro, maybe, yeah. As as an actual Electro, not a weird blue man. Yeah, and so uh, the origin that they gave for him in Amazing Spider-Man 2 was not very good in that he fell into a vat of eels. So <laughs> It's an old one, but a good one. To be fair, <laughs> if you're going for an origin story, hero or villain, falling into a vat of chemicals is always a good one. 
It really is. But I thought, I'd just in case they touch on this in the new Spider-Man movie, I thought I'd give a rundown of Electro's comic book origin. Interesting. So here we go. So, Maxwell Dillon was born in Endicott, New York, the son of Jonathan and Anita Dillon. Two first by names, his, by the way. Not lost two first on me. names. Clearly a bad no. guy. You're not letting that shit slide. <laughs> Maxwell Dillon. Hmm. What are you hiding, Hitler? Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Too strong. Maybe reel it back a little bit. <laughs> reel it back a little bit. There you go. So, raised by his overprotective mother after his father abandoned them, Max had ambitions of being an electrical engineer. Okay. However... After being convinced by his mother that he was not smart enough to pursue <laughs> such a career. <laughs> Sounds like my man. <laughs> is, this, is this mine? <laughs> You're dumb as shit. <laughs> You'll never make a kid. And, well, uh, he reluctantly took up a job as a lineman for an electrical company. Okay. So he, he had all these dreams of being a scientist. And his mother is like, his mother is really traumatized by the fact that his he, uh, her husband left them for another woman and he, he, her husband never had was able to hold down a job or anything like that right so she was like I can't have the kid fail as well and, you and know? also maybe a little bit she doesn't want to lose him as well because once That's he's gone well. then she has nobody exactly but she won't have to worry about it long because <laughs> when Maxwell was 24 <laughs> years old is, she dies that's such a cold way to get into that well she won't be having too many worries for too much longer to be honest with you lads because she's very dead so, will you let me finish <laughs> go on when Maxwell was 24 years old his mother had a heart attack and died <laughs> No more worries for her. She's free of worries. Yeah. Free as a bird. Okay, she's laughing the whole way to the bank. Maxwell found a steady job with the electric company, but his income was limited. Mm. He soon started dating a woman named Norma Lynn, who was a billing clerk at the electric company, and they eventually married Connor. Oh, nice enough. Maybe this will be the end of his story. Exactly. So while Maxwell didn't want a woman like his mother who would be controlling and not push him to do anything. Mm. Uh, he found the opposite problem in Norma. Oh, no. So she complained that she wanted a stable household with a good earner, and she felt that Max's inability to abandon his lineman's job for greener pastures was a liability. Right. So she ran off with an engineer who could provide a life for her that Maxwell could not. I mean, a bit harsh. What did you say he's working as as a lineman? A lineman, so he's out like fixing electricity lines and things. I mean, like that's that. not a terrible job. I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> like, what is the pay gap between that and engineer? I don't know, but I think this was just like it was the fifties and sixties mm, where right. it was, oh, get a job in an office, and that's how you provide. I will mention, however, I have moved rooms for this report, and it is lashing raid. So if you can hear raid, that is classic Irish weather going on outside as we record. Literally, the second I pressed record, it started raining. It started to lash rain, yes. <laughs> I have a similar problem. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so the repeat of his parents' failed relationship in his own life caused Maxwell to resolve to find a new woman. Oh, here we go. However, oh, no. this would set events in motion that would soon culminate in a criminal career. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, you're really setting the scene here. This is really good writing. Uh, thank you. The Wikipedia yeah. was great. Wikipedia is um, a good one. <laughs> so Max decided to find himself a trophy wife that he could control with money. Oh, my, I just made and, a face. I just made I a know. face like, oh, you've gone wrong, Max. <laughs> Uh, bear in mind he's a villain Connor. <laughs> yeah I know but up until this point he hasn't actually done anything wrong no that's true um, so he w- he wanted to control her with money so that she would probably not stray as Norma did oh. lest she be cut off from the funds <laughs> genius genius okay this strange mixture of pride and lust added a third sin to Dylan's attitude Greed. Oh no. So he needs the money to get the trophy wife, but he's just a shit line man. He has no money, Sean. How's he gonna get it? Well, here's what's here's his plan, okay? Okay. So one day while they were working on the lines, another line man got in trouble, and Max agreed to save him only if the co worker would expressly say to the electric company how much of a hero Max was. Which would increase his chance of getting a promotion. <laughs> right, okay. What a strip. Where was this man trapped? Like, just up on a big pole. Save me, up Max! On a big- he was dangling from an electricity pole. <laughs> Max is like, I got- I'm here to negotiate. Max, I have like literally 10 seconds to live. These are my terms. <laughs> Sign the contract or else. Um, so, uh, however. And I, I love however in a Marvel story. It's so, good. A freak lightning storm hit and caused the lineman in distress to lose his balance and fall to his death. Oh, no. Yes, yes. In the also, process, a freak though, lightning storm could be happening right now. That's true. <laughs> Stay away from the lines, Connor. Yes, it's really quite heavily. We're, we're, technology could come back to haunt me here. Electricity. <laughs> You could become podcast man. Oh! No, I won't be fucking that anyway. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In the process uh, of uh, lightning striking and killing a man, Max Dillon gained superpowers. When he was struck by lightning while in contact with power lines that were still connected to the spool. Okay, so his his origin story is get struck by lightning and he becomes electric i mean it's an old one but a good one it is so the 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 unusually configured magnetic field which was generated by the big wound up spool of wire and the live high tension wires and this is a very hard sentence to say so i'm gonna do my best Hmm. it induced a body-wide mutagenic change to his nervous system right okay Max found himself transformed into a living electrical capacitor. Powered. So he's no longer solid. Or is uh, he? So, basically, his... You know the way your body has, like, synapses and everything you do is an electrical impulse? Yeah. All of those can store more energy in, in Max. Okay. So, like, that's a fairly regular way of understanding it I mean, I yeah for it's as regular as you can get for a man turning into electricity big electric man correct <laughs> the big electric man so generally max's criminal actions were governed by his selfish love of money uh adopting the gaudy garb of a supervillain. <laughs> gaudy garb <laughs> gaudy garb i love that word when he read that in the newspaper fuck's sake i thought it was sleek <laughs> <laughs> 
It's green and yellow. <laughs> I really like it, guys. So the deranged Max sought to use his newfound power for personal gain. Uh, Electro's first and most frequent nemesis was a certain wise-cracking superhero known uh, as Spider-Man. Ah, uh, we hate him. He's such a little dickhead. Well, do you know who else hates him, Connor? Is J. Uh, Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yes, he loves pictures of Spider-Man, but he doesn't like looking at Spider-Man. It's a weird dichotomy. It is. And so J. Jonah Jameson was convinced that Spider-Man and Electro were the same person. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because he's real dumb. He's just like, oh, it's another villain. They're clearly the same. And everyone's like, Jay, like, they clearly don't have the same powers. One of them is blue. I don't understand. They're in the photo together. <laughs> like, they're standing right beside each other. They're the same. They're moving real fast. All the Spider-Man has super speed. And um, so he was convinced that they were the same person until Spider-Man defeated Electro using a combination of rubber gloves, rubber sole shoes and a fire hydrant. Interesting. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, unable to best the wall crawler on his own, Electro often sought strength in numbers. So, Mm. early on in his career, himself and five other members of Spider-Man's rogue gallery united under the leadership of Dr. Octopus. Uh, So, the inaugural incarnation of the Sinister Six included Sandman, Mysterio, Vulture... Craven the Hunter, Doc Ock, and Electro. That's a good lineup, to be fair. It really is. And so their their big plan was to uh, attack Spider-Man one by one until one of them would manage to defeat him. <laughs> but would it not be smarter to attack him all at once? Ah, but then, ah. what if that doesn't work, Connor? But, but, but what if it doesn't work one by one? You're giving him a better opportunity to survive. Uh, would you call six chances of victory better than one? <laughs> But if but you have six times the chance of victory in the one. No, Connor, there's six of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and one v one is fifty fifty. But six v one, you have six times the chance. I, I look. I think we'll just have to agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the outcome, by the way, of the initial uh, incarnation of the Sinister Six. With Spidey 6 and Bad Guy 0. Interesting. That is interesting that it didn't work out for them. No, now, now I, I still don't see the flaw in that plan. <laughs> you still, even though Spider-Man won, you're still like, I wouldn't have done it any differently. I'm looking at that <laughs> tactic plan that you can try. change a thing, <laughs> Worked seamlessly. Under, up until the point we lost, we nearly had him. So, after this, Electro goes into this weird thing of, he just kind of pops up every now and again is defeated and is presumed dead until he's back again. Right. Is it because whenever Spider-Man defeats him, he uses water, so there's probably like a big explosion, so it's like, oh, we assume he's dead because there was a massive explosion. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there, there is one instance where Spider-Man defeats him and he just jumps into the Hudson River. Jesus! Uh, apparently killing himself, but... I feel... Sometimes I feel like the writers don't know how to end an Electro story. Yeah, because I think he's really powerful. And also, once you bring water into it, you have to understand that there's probably going to be an explosion. He should probably die. But then another writer comes in later on and it's kind of like, yeah, but Electro's a cool character to come in. Yeah, and now, uh, in the most recent comics, I believe, 
Electro has been replaced by kind of someone else has taken up the mantle. And it was right. someone, and she's actually really interested in that. And this is a very surface level overview of her, but she was obsessed with super villains. Like she was just a massive fan of super villains. And so she would like give Electro her apartment to hide out in and stuff if he ever needed it. Um, okay. Until one day, uh, Electro was having issues controlling his powers. And so she put out a hand to like touch his face and she died. But then the jackal, who we know from previous reports, is into cloning and shit. He's into uh, cloning and shit. Brought her back to life. Hmm. And then when they were trying to get Electro's powers under control, she kissed Electro and siphoned all of his powers into her. I mean, if you touched him once and you died, would you really go in for the kiss? Here's the thing. When she Hmm. died and when he collected the DNA, some of Electro's DNA was mixed in with it. Ah, right, okay. But that's like, that's how they kind of passed on the mantle to a new person without having to do another person working on electricity <laughs> lines. Yeah. Is it... And is Electro seen as, like, a smart character or is he in the Sinister Six only because he has superpowers and, like, Doc Ock and, and Norman Osborn kind of take the lead on plans? Clearly their plans work. They're perfect. But I just mean, is his brain smart or is he more of a brute? It depends on the version you read. Um, like some, if we look at the Marvel one to seven rating system, some versions of Electro are a two for intelligence, where some are like a five. Right? You know, like again, it depends who's writing him. Yeah, it depends on what, how high they rate him as a character, and who, what comic book writer is writing him at the moment, or else maybe it depends on what the story needs. Does he need to know this thing, or is he a bit tick? Exactly. I think in terms of, like, knowledge of electricity, he's quite uh, well-versed in that. Well, he was a lineman, Sean. I mean, he's he's well-versed in it. But too thick to be an electrical engineer, though. <laughs> Dumb as balls. <laughs> You'll never make it, kid. Surely the first thing he should do is go kill the ex-wife. Ah, but, like... What if he had, like, six friends and they all <laughs> yeah. took a chance? One by one. One by one, one they attacked her. Yeah. It, that reminds me of any, like, superhero movie where there's, like, a big bunch of goons and they all attack one by one. And I'm just yeah. like, if four of y'all just piled on him, there's no way he's getting out of it. He's dead. Like, <laughs> If Batman's standing there and you go one by one, he wants that. But if there's five of you with knives and y'all attack, four might miss, but one's going to get the stab in. He can't fight off five of you at once. Yeah, it's like... um the Arkham combat where it's oh, like yeah. you only really need to focus on one <laughs> <laughs> just keep keep hitting one and the other ones will just watch and like maybe he'll win <laughs> no wait it's my turn maybe this is the guy <laughs> <laughs> this this one random goon he's gonna be the one that does it I'm just gonna stand back and enjoy the view <laughs> <laughs> so as far as Electro's powers and abilities go you can probably imagine most of them mm. but he has electrostatic energy generation so what that is, it's he has the ability to, to generate electrostatic energy, which he can release or harness for a number of effects. Mm. So the, the way it works is his body generates electricity at a rate of about 10,000 volts a minute, up to a maximum capacity of 10 million volts. And so with that, could he just make himself explode? Yeah, 
So he can choose, he can release one volt or 10 million volts all at once. Jesus Christ, okay. Yeah, and um, at t- at a distance between like 10 and 30 feet, his maximum charge is enough to kill a man. See, really, the more you talk about it, the more you're like, he should probably beat Spider-Man in a fight. He really should. Because I don't care how strong Spider-Man is. If you get hit with 10 10 million volts into your body, there's no surviving that. No, it'll literally short-circuit your brain. Yeah, and your heart will just explode. It's, um, but, and he's also, he's perfectly equipped to uh, combat one of Spider-Man's main things in in that his powers disrupt Spider-Man's ability to cling to walls. Oh, that is interesting. Because it's... Spider-Man is weird, so his ability to stick to walls, he's actually, like, manipulating the electromagnetic field without knowing it. Right, so it's not like in the Tobey Maguire movie where there's, like, little claws at his fingers. No. Now, that's a that's a neat way to think of it. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's literally like it, it, he's magnetically stuck there and the magnet is as strong as it needs to be. And if he has electricity running through whatever wall he's on, that will disrupt that magnet. Exactly. It'll it'll nearly repel rather than attract. Jesus, that's really cool. So, really, Electro should be fucking Spider-Man up. As as is the case with most of Spider-Man's villains, when you read out their powers and abilities, you're kind of like, they should probably beat him, but let's attack him one by one. Yeah, but like, and then you realise it's electricity, so his main weaknesses are water and rubber. You know, yeah, and and once once Spider Man gets his hands on a hose, it's game over. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or any of the heroes that can manipulate water. <laughs> no, Peter Parker just turns up with a bucket full of water. <laughs> like that's if Electro turns up. <laughs> we have him. his his grand plan is to lure Electro into a room where he's balanced a bucket of water on a door. He's <laughs> like, "Come get me, Electro! I'm right through here. It's coming to the Home Alone house." <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's looking at him like you've done well. <laughs> you've fallen right into my trap. <laughs> it's worked the first seven times. It's gonna work the eight. He's so dumb. Um, so he can also he also has lightning bolt projection, so he can shoot lightning bolts out of his hands uh, at about cool. one hundred and fifty thousand feet per second. Jesus, that's really good. Yeah, uh, he has electromagnetic propulsion via electrical lines, so. Any like electrical wire, he, and uh, sorry, anything that carries like a large amount of uh, electricity, he can propel himself along it. Right. So you know, like in Static Shock, he um, he uses the the manhole cover, and then he just like flies along on that. Like that's a that's metal. He just like sticks it to himself. I mean, yeah. I just think Static Shock is a cool hero, but they do a lot of things with him that they could probably do with Electro as well. Like he could, does he? Can he fly if he travels along on one of those things? I don't know. Yeah, he can fly, and it's kind of like he's ionizing the air around him sometimes. Yeah, okay. Uh, he can also make himself into a big electric man. Uh, if big electric? Stores, like how big? Oh, like uh, dozens of feet tall, I would say. <laughs> so really, too big to not defeat Spider-Man. Oh yeah, if you couple that with all of the other powers, he should have. <laughs> the other powers, really a good combination. Unless it rains, then he's fucked. That's that's very true. Um, he also he can ionize metal as well. Um, he can detect electricity, 
which which means he can turn off alarm systems. <laughs> right, that's good. I suppose yeah. that would help with robberies. Oh, he, lo- he loves a jewel heist, Electro yeah. does. And I think he'd be very good at them. I think so too. Yeah, uh, we'll attack them one at a time. There's seven of us. Everyone go for the jewel at once. We won't work as a team. <laughs> um, and again, as you say, similar to Static Shock, electromagnetic manipulation, mm. uh, which allows him to generate electric fields and let him move through the air. That's, see, that's really cool. I didn't realise Electro was so powerful because I don't think he's been done well in the movies. No, he really hasn't. And I really hope they do some element of his backstory in the new one. Because if you look at, like, uh, Adrian Toomes, for example, he was a working man, man on the ground, and then turned to supervillainy. That's very similar to Electro's story. Yeah. And it actually, is Jake Gyllenhaal, you could say he's, like, man on the ground, and he was wronged by Tony Stark, and then he decided to become just this, like, grand villain. So, yeah, that's true, actually. Although, uh, everyone in, like, the Mysterio crew, they were all just regular workers who were hard done by, weren't they? A lot a lot of the what makes that MCU Tom Holland thing work is a lot of his villains are all ground-based. Or, like, they're all realistic. So, yeah. Ad- Adrian Toomes was just a dude who created a metal suit oh, through alien technology. But, like, he, it was just the random dudes in a place that just came up with it over eight years. And then you have... Jake Gyllenhaal, who looks fantastic and, like, looks super-powered, but in reality it's all smoke and mirrors. So you, Electro would be the first one that they have actual powers, unless they do the thing where Electro has, like, I don't know, maybe something on his wrist that produces electricity, some sort of technology-based power. Maybe, yeah. Now, it's a... It's a kind of a tough one, because... If you could get the the superpowers to work like for, and because i i'm trying i'm struggling to think of just superpowered uh individuals in the marvel universe who aren't derived from a serum or alien tech mm. you know it's, n- so it's think- not a lot because i think spider-man was bitten by radioactive spider but that's i don't think too many other people are being bitten by radioactive things no so i just think i just think it'd be really cool if they did uh more of a comic accurate Electro, say. And Jamie Foxx is the man to do it. Like, Jamie Foxx, we've we've kind of covered this on Movie Mondays, but if you have Michael Keaton, then Jake Gyllenhaal, then Jamie Foxx, that is a serious trio of actors to play the three villains. Yeah, like, and then imagine those guys teaming up in Sinister Six. Oh, one by one. One by one, we'll see them. It'll be so good. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> I forgot about my one by one rule. Fuck. <laughs> that was your plan. <laughs> one by one, we attack him. Tire him out. How, if you're going sixth, how are you losing that fight? Really? you got to be looking at the other five like, guys, come on. Un- Fuck's sake. <laughs> Unless they did it like a month apart and they gave Spider-Man time <laughs> to recover. <laughs> they absolutely did. Right, we'll give him a week off in between fights. We don't want him too tired. Then we'll go again. I did a number on him there, lads. Give him a month for that one. <laughs> Someone's like, Doc Ock puts up his ha- one of his hands and he's like, could we not just attack him even a day apart? Like, give him less time to recover. Shut up. That's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> I guess chivalry is dead, doctor. <laughs> doctor, shithead. Fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Norman Osborne, sorry. Um, so that is your, that's your report on Electro, is it? 
Yeah, if I just quickly go through the 1 to 7 rating system. Yeah, okay. Uh, he has an intelligence of 2, strength of 2, speed of 2, durability of 3, energy projection of 5, and fighting skills of 2. It's a lot of 2s, to be fair. It is a lot of 2s, and I think that's kind of like his origins, base, electro kind of a thing. And then as he developed and learned more skills, uh, he, he I'm sure he's gone up the ranks quite a bit. They could even do so mental where, like, he takes over all... Because te- we live in such a technological-based world now. Like, in the 50s, it wouldn't wouldn't have been as cool. But now you can do so much with him. Like, you could just go, oh, he raided the internet and he's hacked into everybody's emails or whatever. Or else he's raided the internet and he learned, he learned so much information he becomes the smartest man on the planet. Yeah, you can do all that kind of shit with him because everything is electrical now. Yeah, and because and because everything's electrical, like all of our banking and everything, like he, that would just be a way he could just transfer loads of money from everyone's bank account to his own. Oh my god! Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> you should write comics, dude. Oh man, <laughs> who's doing this? Come on, um, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing podcasts anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it for this week's Hero or Zero. Um, do you want to take? Do you want me to take us out, shot? I'd love you to. I don't want to do any yes. more, frankly. Don't, no more work for you. Um, so if you want to support the show, you can head over onto our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Here's Fryer podcast. Um, it's $5 or more a month if you want to get access to all of our extra episodes that we do over there. You'll get access to all of our movie reviews that we do in the Lazarus Pit, which include we've covered Spider-Man 2. We've gotten uh, Batman Begins. We did Batman and Robin, Daredevil. Um, what did we do last month? The The Incredibles is what we did last month. So you will get all those extra movie reviews. It's for the price of one coffee a month. So it's it's pretty good. We're hoping to start doing more content up there as well over the next Absolutely, few months. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we're hoping to do maybe some Q and A's or something like that up there. Just so something small to give you an extra bit of extra episodes if you want to get into that. Sweet, so sweeten the pot, if you will. Sweeten the pot, uh, if you will, Sean. But um, you could also, if you don't want to do that, you could follow us on Twitter. It's at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram here is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And most important. Just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.